This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hello again, Pats pals and Foxborough friends. Your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens here with the latest and greatest edition of Six Rings and Football Things, brought to you by WEEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. We're launching a solo today because, as you may have heard, Andy Hart and I, no, we have not gotten a divorce. No, we are not taking time apart as this uh, beautiful and blessed sports marriage yields lots of podcasts, radio, post-game shows, and so much more. We're filling in this week for Andy Gresh on the Midday Show, so he's currently on the air with Christian Foyer, and I'm bringing you a midweek mailbag and Patriots update edition of Six Rings. However, I won't be by myself the entire time because in just a couple of minutes, New England Patriots legend, Pat's Hall of Famer, and three-time Super Bowl champion, Matt Light, the original mustache, is going to be joining us. Uh, give us a couple of his thoughts on how the offseason has gone. He's going to tell us a little bit about an event he's got going on next week. His Fool's Night Out to benefit the Matt Light Foundation. And then we'll get a couple of mailbag questions from you, the Pats people, the Foxborough faithful, uh, and a couple of silly questions from your old pal Fitzy. Wanted to start off with a little bit of news. About an hour ago, we got word that the Green Goblin is back. Jalen Mills, according to uh, the Schultz Report and Adam Schefter, will be returning on a one-year deal worth $6.1 million with incentives. Uh, of course, he was on the back end of his four-year $24 million deal. He had two years remaining when he was a surprise cut last week, and his release from the Patriots became official yesterday, that being Tuesday, March, carry the three, 21st, 2023. Resigns a day later. Uh, he accepts the offer to return. According to Schultz report, uh, he's told he plans to go back to safety next season. Now, remember last week, uh, Jalen Mills also had tweeted out, hey, y'all, remember, I'm a safety as well. I think a lot of people originally thought, oh, wait a second. Okay, so with Devin McCourty retiring, when DMAC is out, you got guys like Jonathan Jones, who played free safety a little bit back in Super Bowl 53, but only 18 snaps, whereas Jalen Mills had played safety at a pretty high level when he was kind of a secondary flex player for the Philadelphia Eagles a while ago. If I'm, let's see if I can get uh, his, here we go. In 2020 with the Eagles, Jalen Mills at safety had 74 tackles, four tackles for loss, one and a half sacks, and an interception at free safety. Pretty good numbers. And considering the Patriots do have a bunch of safeties, many of whom Devin McCourty had expressed the utmost confidence in. We all love Adrian Phillips. That guy's a baller and has uh, athletic talent to spare. Kyle Duggar hits like a freight train. Not perfect in coverage. Great in the box. Got a nose for the ball. He's a real ball hawk. So you got two great safeties there. Jabril Peppers has been re-signed on a two-year deal for in excess of $6 million. That guy also hits like a freight train. He wakes up every morning and chooses violence. Not the fastest guy in the world, 
But as the safety position evolves and becomes that much more important in the NFL, having a guy like that who's a safety linebacker hybrid type player, a tank safety, I think, if you'll call it, or a box safety, that's great to have. And my guy who I love, who I heard so many good things about a couple of years ago with the draft who DMAC was pumping the tires of, Joshua Bledsoe is still in the mix as well, but he's been pretty banged up the better part of his first two seasons in the NFL. So fingers crossed he can actually stay healthy long enough to make the team and make an impact this year. But Jalen Mills returning, his release must have been something along the lines of the Pats either wanted to rework the deal, maybe they needed the cap flexibility for a week. Now he's not on a two-year deal, he's on a one-year deal. It saved them $5 million at the time. I think this is all cash front-loaded now or mostly cash front-loaded. So it gives them, I guess, a little more room who that somebody might be that they want to target with the extra money that they may have earned, saved, or found their way back into with this contractual reconfiguration with the Green Goblin. Who knows? But it's good to see that he's back. Patriots now can put him to free safety, leave Jonathan Jones at corner, joining Jack Jones. Looks like you are going to see, excuse me, you'll probably see uh, everybody's favorite. Oh, God, I forget his name. Hey, Terp. What's the name of the guy who I'm blanking on right now, uh, who we always bust the chops of here on the podcast? Uh, number Miles Bryant. Don't even bother chi- chiming in. I had a temporary scene. Uh, I don't get enough sleep. Who gets enough sleep when you're living this life and talking pets 24-7? Miles Bryant looks like he could be back as well. Patriots are still a little bit. Then you got Marcus Jones, who says he's a corner first. Most of us would like to see him on offense because he's so dynamic. So now they can probably... Maybe grab a safety later in the draft, but it's not the same priority level with Jalen Mills back for this year. Cornerback seems to be a higher priority as well. Updating the wide receiver front, still no news on D-Hop and the Patriots' uh, alleged interest in trading for him. Whether the holdup is compensation in terms of draft pick and player, who knows? No Jerry Judy deal has been struck. Uh, There was word that perhaps the Patriots had offered a second and a fourth round pick, to which Denver said, sounds good, but no thank you, sir. Not sure if the Pats are going to re-engage on that as well. I would love to see either of those guys. I think if you get DeAndre Hopkins or Jerry Judy in the mix, Jerry Judy, friend of Max at college, great connection when he took over for Tua Tonga Vailoa in 2019 into 2020. Obviously, there's a lot of chemistry and fluidity there as well. I think he would be the last piece they would need to have a really, really, really good offense in 2023 and be able to compete with a solid defense and an offense that's ready to take it to the next level with the additions they've made, like with Juju, James Robinson, Mike Gesicki, glorified tight end, more like a ginormous slot receiver, and then insert name of wide receiver one here. Fingers crossed they get a deal done. When and if they ever do, you know we will have an urgency pod right here on Six Rings and Football Things to address the matter. All right, a couple minutes till Matt Light joins the program. Just wanted to talk about, uh, yes, I understand a lot of people Talk about the Patriots and Pats fans, especially living in the past. Some big moments recently. Uh, Devin McCourty uh, officially retired a few weeks ago, but yesterday he had kind of a retirement party. I've never seen this before. I've been to a bunch of those Thursday and Saturday Patriots Hall of Fame red jacket specials when our guest Matt Light coming up in a few minutes. uh, Rodney Harrison went to Vince Wilfork's last year as well. Uh, There's the pomp and circumstance. A lot of Patriots alumni in the area, other Red Jacket members come in. They play the music. The fans all sit in the proscenium outside what used to be the lighthouse, and now the bigger lighthouse is going to be up there. It gets all fancy. There's speeches. 
Kraft and Belichick speak, former players, uh, teammates, brothers. It gets very emotional. But Devin McCourty just had one on a Tuesday in March. That tells you how much he meant to this organization. That tells you Bill Belichick busting out the nice suit, the fancy socks, and telling stories, laughing it up. That tells you how much he meant to Bill Belichick. That tells you how much he meant to Robert Kraft. That tells you how much he meant to this community. For Devin McCourty, for them not to wait four years, four or five years, whatever it is, to get the red jacket and get the special ceremony, I, I think it tells you how much he meant to all the all the everyone in ownership, everyone in management, everyone in coaching, all of his teammates, to all of us Patriots fans. And think about this, and we'll segue this into Donta Hightower finally officially retiring yesterday. He didn't play in 2022. I think a lot of us thought he was retired, but he wasn't technically retired. And yesterday he releases that really thoughtful piece, paying tribute to a great career and the awesome time that he had, the many memories and huge victories that he contributed to here in New England. But I think in a lot of ways, maybe what the Patriots did was figured, holy smokes, we are going to have the log jam of log jams for the red jacket in, in just a couple of years because officially retiring from the NFL, in the last calendar year, you have James White at the end of uh, to start the 2022 season. Rob Gronkowski. Then you have at the end of that season, in recent day, you have Tom Brady, Devin McCourty, now Donta Hightower. And you already have a bunch of guys like, in my estimation, I think Bill Parcells deserves one. I'm not sure if he'll ever get one. That's a damn shame. We should let that grudge go because he really helped blaze the trail and get things turned around in the organization. You've got. Logan Mankins, uh, you know, Edelman's going to get his in a couple of years. I know he's already had his halftime celebration, but he'll get another one for sure sometime soon. Uh, you're going to have a massive uh, Mike Vrabel is due one as well. Holy, I know he's the coach of an NFL team right now, and he's all concerned about tightening up and not forever New England in the Patriot way. But uh, there's like 10, 11 guys who all deserve a red jacket, who all deserve a day in celebration and remembrance of. For Pats fans to come out and just cheer and clap and get autographs of and share memories. And I mean, it's just a massive, ma like it, other teams wish they could have such a luxury of riches. And that's why we've been so blessed by how great things have been here for the last 20 something years. I know they've been down the last couple of years. Okay, okay. You still had it better than anyone else for two decades in a row, fans. So maybe they wanted to give McCourty a party now just in case Belichick retires and goes somewhere else or Mr. Kraft is unavailable. He's in his 80s now. Who knows? Good choice by the Patriots to do that. A lot of great vibes, a lot of great stories, big laughs yesterday, and a lot of love for DMAC, who I think is doing an awesome job in the media on Twitter now, really letting his personality fly, no longer just sharing a Twitter handle with his brother. Jason's got his own feed. He's kicking ass on Good Morning Football Dev is ready to just be an absolute broadcast star. So good for him getting his special day yesterday. Now, to Hightower quickly before Matt Light joins the program. Um, we were talking a little bit about this on WEI on the midday program yesterday when word broke that High had released High, Zeus, Boom Tower, whatever nickname you have for him, had put out this piece in the Players' Tribune. And if you haven't read it yet, just uh, go to his Twitter handle. I think it's at Zeus30Hightower. Uh, you can also just go to the Players' Tribune, give it a Google. It's a, really, it's a fun piece to read, but um, the thing you have to consider about Dante Hightower in this luxury of riches of all these great players that made such an impact 
over the double dynastic two decade run for the Brady Belichick era Patriots, you have to sort of consider Dante Hightower wasn't just like an excellent player. Dante Hightower wasn't just a great player or, uh, you know, one of the better players to come through Foxborough and to be a part of the, all those Super Bowl runs. I think Christian Fourier and I agreed on this. I'll be curious to get Matt Light's take as well. I think Dante Hightower may go down as one of the top five most impactful, top five clutch New England Patriots of all time. I mean, just think about this. In each of the three Super Bowls that they won after the decade off from Super Bowl 39 to Super Bowl 49, in Super Bowls 49, 51, and 53, before Malcolm Butler is able to make his play in Super Bowl 49, which is, I think, inarguably the greatest play in Super Bowl history, before Julian Edelman can make his unbelievable catch to help secure the ball on the final touchdown drive to tie it up 28 to three, the greatest comeback of all time before the Patriots can ice Super Bowl 53 in the fourth quarter with the big Gronk catch, Sony Michelle's touchdown, the Gilmore pick. There was just an onslaught of sacks in Super Bowl 53 by Donta Hightower, Super Bowl 51, the sack of Matt Ryan blowing by Devonta Freeman to get the ball. It gets turned, you know, gets turned over. That basically swings the tide. All the momentum starts going New England's way. When it's 28-12, they get the ball. They go down. They score the two-point conversion. Big stop on defense and a a penalty. Get the ball back. Unbelievable 90-some-odd-yard drive by Brady and James White and Dola and Hogan and Edelman and his catch to tie it up. And in Super Bowl 49, who, while playing with a torn labrum, who's, who's playing in pain, who's playing physically like disabled, who's compromised, who alongside Patrick Chung, is able to drag down with all the momentum, with the goal line in sight, the best short yardage touchdown hawk, the best short yardage back, the best touchdown runner of the past decade, maybe of the 21st century, Marshawn Lynch. It's Donta Hightower. That's right. Donta Hightower, Patrick Chung starts the, starts the tackle on the run play before the pass play that ultimately leads to the Patriots being able to win Super Bowl 49 and one of the most improbable endings you'll ever see to any football game, let alone any sporting event or Super Bowl ever. Donta Hightower, who played his ass off in that game, makes the sack, or rather, excuse me, makes the tackle, helps stop Marshawn Lynch, and then during that time, Seattle gets out over their skis, they overthink things, Belichick doesn't call the timeout, they run the slant, Patriots di- Patriots diagnose it. Browner tells Malcolm Butler to scoot over. They pick it off. They win the game. And, who, you know, to all the praise, all the glory, all the highlights, everything to Malcolm Butler. Uh, you know, because he made the play. Brandon Browner deserves more credit for diagnosing it, seeing what was going to happen, moving Butler into position, telling him where to go and what to do. But Dante Hightower gave up his body. I think he needed offseason sur- surgery shortly thereafter. He gave himself up made that tackle. So just think about it. Those three Super Bowls, Donta Hightower contributed to. You know, and the guys like Lucky Us, Vrabel wore 50, Brewski wore 54, absolute legends, pillars, defensive pillars, upon which the first half of the double dynastic run in those three Super Bowls were won. And then in the backside, then in the backside, you got Rob Ninkovich wearing 50, Vrabel's old number, and Zeus, Donta Hightower, Boomtower wearing 54, honoring not only Brewski 
and what he did in number 54, but perhaps even surpassing it, perhaps even bettering it just a little bit. I think he's one of the top five most impactful Patriots of all time. Belongs up there with Brady, with Gronk, maybe Edelman. See who, uh, see who our pal Matt Light thinks belongs up there as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to hit him with that question right now as we welcome into the program the original Muster Hirsch himself. Looking good. He's got a shaved head and he's waking the dead. The one, the only lighthouse himself, number 72 on your program, number one in your heart, three-time Super Bowl champion, Matt Light. What's up, my guy? Bitsy, it's been forever, brother. Look good to see you. I, I like we're jumping right into a debate here on who's the greatest and uh, maybe most impactful, best number wearer. What do we got today? Okay, um, I want I want to uh, get the details out about your night that's coming up next week at the Encore, the big show for everybody. Uh, just so you know, Matt, uh, the Matt Light Foundation, they do phenomenal work instructing, informing, and regulating the youth and more at their fabulous camps. Next week, they got a comedy show going on, Fool's Night Out. It's Wednesday, March 29th uh, at uh, the Memoir, if I believe that's correct, uh, at, uh, at the Boston Encore. Uh, maybe when you swing by there, Matt, you can do me a favor. You can put uh, some money on the Patriots plus 800 uh, to win the AFC East. We'll get to that in just a minute. Um, for tickets to it, you go to mattlight72.com. Who you got performing next week? Who are some of our headliners, guy? Hey, listen. So first of all, uh, just a huge thank you to Lenny Clark and his brother, Mike. They put this thing together. They brought in comedians for 10 years now. It's been one of my favorite events because, as you know, April Fool's Day is one of the greatest holidays on earth. Mm -hmm. But uh, this year... We've got Steve Sweeney. We've got yep. people like Christine Hurley, who, if you've never heard Christine, it is a ride, especially she if you're is, a super mom. Oh, my God. She is one of the funniest, filthiest maternal potty mouths. She is an absolute Boston, New England comedy legend. Uh, and for she's worth the price of admission alone. The fact that she gets some Lenny Clark, some Steve Sweeney, also a New England comedy legend and more thrown into it. Plus some of your videos, some of your antics. Some of That's your, right. Uh, some of we your, got. Uh, how about Corey Rodriguez, another good friend of ours, and Tom Cotter? Awesome. I mean, it's a, it's an awesome lineup, and and we do sneak in some of the shenanigans from back in the day. And I got to tell you, I'm actually going to release my all time favorite. I, I don't even know if it falls into the practical joke category um, because I didn't think it was a joke. It involved uh, a correspondence with Coach Belichick and myself, something I'd never heard of ever happening before. 
He actually sent an email to me. I didn't even know he knew how to use email. Um, and this goes back a few years, right? We're talking a few years ago, but uh, I can't wait to share that with everybody. But it's a fun event. I mean, look, it's a time to get out, laugh like crazy. Everybody's tired of being indoors. It's springtime. It's Boston Encore. Why wouldn't we? It's a beautiful place at that club. The memoir is an awesome space. It goes to your foundation. It's great. And you're literally, these are all five people I would pay to go see headline at Laugh Boston, at the Encore, uh, at Kowloon, Giggles, et cetera. So the fact that they all will come together, a bunch of people that have all been on like America's Got Talent, et cetera, packing it in for you. Great cause. Some of your new newly released nonsense. The fact that Belichick does have an email. We know what happened last time Belichick sent a text message. Uh, <laughs> now, what Brian could happen on an email? It could, it could be what crazy. Could, <laughs> what could possibly happen on an email? Um, so again, if you want tickets to Fool's Night Out, mattlight72.com it's wednesday march 29th at the encore um love the look that you're rocking right now for anyone who's not watching this on youtube or the socials uh you either look like you could like right now you could either be like a professional logger like the star of like deadliest catch or that show axemen on discovery or like a bartender who makes a really nice drink with like chartreuse and an egg cream yeah. Hey, listen, I just got done butchering a deer. So um, I have the apron on, as you can see here. And uh, oh, I know that's I know that's weird. I know it's awkward, but nope. it's what I was in the middle of. And, I, and I'm and i not going to miss joining you. So I just you know what? Let's let's go at it roll. And by the way, I, this look, this look right here, just so you know, shaves it off for Boston Children's Hospital. And as we know, they're the best in the business. They've saved my kid. They've saved countless others. And they've helped so many families. So um, I'm going bald. And it's easier to find ticks this way, too, by the way. <laughs> it's Totally. Uh, and I, I would I want to point out, I know you did that event with, uh, was it Shaving is Caring or? Uh, Save by Shaving, yeah. Save by Shaving. I know you did that with the Greg Hill Show. Um, and I'm glad you did that for Boston Children's Hospital. I and my brother both are only alive and here today because of the miracle workers at Boston Children's Hospital. Wow. Uh, so, uh, no, they're they're unbelievable. It's my number one next to the Hole in the Wall gang and, of course, the MetLife Foundation. Those are some of my other charities I always make way towards giving to. Um, they do amazing work. So good on you, brother. Um, yeah, I'm glad you jumped in fresh from the kill in the most Matt Light way possible in the woods, carving up your own supper uh, because – Yesterday was a pretty momentous day. You had DMAC getting uh, the kind of retirement party, if you will, on a Tuesday in Foxborough that I know guys like yourself usually get when it's Red Jacket Saturday and we all come on down, the super fans all get the music and the bagpipes and trotting out of the Chathams and the Fourier's and whatever else. And then you get up on the stage and Kraft and Belichick offer words for you. DMAC gets it on a Tuesday. Now, do you think he got it because he means so much to the organization or because there's going to be an absurd logjam of red jacket worthy guys in four or five years between Gronk, Brady, James White, D-Mac, and now Boom Tower, Donta Hightower added to the mix? Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. Um, I, I feel bad for the judges, right, or for the people <laughs> that are going to be voting on this. Um, and, and not bad. I mean, look, it, it, it speaks to the organization. It speaks to, you know, what fans have been able to take advantage of around here. And look, I, I was up there for a short period of time and the number of kids and families and fans and coaches and people that, you know, just have been a, a part of the McCourty kind of, uh, of uh, I guess, way of life. Right. I mean, the guy. I could say this, and I listen to a lot of uh, my former teammates and his current teammates speak about him 
what he meant to the organization. But I, I would say this from my perspective. He came in towards the last couple years that I played, right? Two, and right. the last two, that's right. He came in in 2010, right? Um, he was one of those guys that reminded me a lot of a, of a Gerard Mayo, a young Gerard Mayo. You know, when Gerard came into our locker room, he had this um, kind of old spirit to him. He, he did things differently. He, he, he got with the veterans early and often. He stayed late to study film. Um, you know, these weren't things that he was forced to do. And in, in many cases, young guys don't do that. And I would say Devin McCourty was the same way from day one. He was businesslike. And, and, and the thing that I love about him is his integrity. He, he, never, um, he never did something just to benefit Devin McCourty. And that came on the field with the advice that he would give to the younger players, the time he'd spend with them. So if, if you look at what happened on Tuesday, giving him a massive send-off as what we should come to expect about what's going to happen after that. I mean, when they have a Devin McCourty night at the stadium, I promise you, even in the suites, they're going to make some noise, which is very rare. So I look forward to that moment for him. Yeah, I, he, total, he totally deserves it as well. And again, like you you say, I, you feel bad for the judges, but lucky us, the fans, you, lucky you for the teammates for getting to play with great football players, brilliant minds and old souls like D-Mac, like Mayo, who I've got a quick question uh, about for you in a second. But just that logjam of talent. Lucky us, the super fans, that, you know, Vrabel is going to get his red jacket. Uh, you're going to have to give one, like I said, to Gronk, and Brady's going to get his. Uh, and there are others, so, so many other deserving. Logan Mankins deserves one as well. Like, the next 10 years, these are all Patriots legends, people that contributed so much so to the Patriot way and to all these championships. And that's where I was going with uh, a quick little tribute to Hightower yesterday. He was... Didn't play last year, but officially retired yesterday and put out that piece in the Players' Tribune, a very thoughtful piece. Um, he goes, box to wire with Alabama and then the Patriots, which we love. Two national championships, three Super Bowls. But the point I was making was maybe he does deserve to be mentioned in the five most impactful Patriots of all time because he made plays that directly contributed to Super Bowl championships in 49, 51, and 53. Now, I know he came into the league right after you left, so obviously – there was just too much awesome for the two of you to share the same field and the same team at the same time. But, um, you know, you knew Teddy. He honored that number pretty well. What do you think about Hightower's uh, lasting impact and legacy on the Pats? Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's going to go – he is one of the greats, right? I mean, he's he, he deserves it. Um, you know, I think there's, um, there's, there's not a whole lot of guys on the defensive side that are what I would say extremely dynamic. I mean, you got some football playing Jesse's. You got, you know, guys at different positions that fly around the field. Um, they're known for the impact that they have, whether they're like necessarily right at the point of contact or they're the kind of people that, you know, are so disruptive that they always have to have an extra hat looking for that guy. Right. And yeah. that's the kind of uh, difference that, that a Dante Hightower makes. Right. I mean, if you think about uh, the Colts defense back in the day, right. I mean, that was like, Oh gosh, man, preparing for the Colts and you had Dwight Freeney and you had Mathis on the other side. And those guys, we had half our offense, trying to figure out what they were doing, how they were doing it, and putting guys on them. And so he he was a game changer. He was extremely dynamic. Um, and I think that, yeah, he he deserves to be, you know, in the running for, you know, one of the top, you know, defensive players in New England history. Yeah, for sure. And not to mention when you were dealing with those Colts defenses you had, 
Melvin Bullitt at safety. But before that, there was Bob Sanders, who was always a thorn in the side and a great playmaker as well. Um, yeah, And you just, wonder, by the way, you wonder, Fitzy, yeah. you know, without those two guys up front, how many of those other guys, like 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 the the you know the the other conversations around that defense? There were a number of guys. They even had a couple linebackers, which they weren't really known for at times mm-hmm. when those guys were there. But you know those two guys up front, I think, made the careers for for some other guys on that defense. Um, and and look, that that's a symbiotic thing, right? That that happens. That that happens on all teams when you have great players that are very dynamic at their positions. But um, I think those two, you know, made a lot of other guys' careers a lot happier. Oh, for sure they did. And, you know, if it comes down to, like, who wore 54 better, Teddy Bruschi or Dante Hightower, that is, to me, the ultimate first-world football problem and a wonderful Patriot fan argument to have for years to come. Um, That's a fact. Yeah. uh, So I got a couple mailbag questions fans have submitted and then two stupid questions quickly for me, and we'll get you out of here. Um, Quick thoughts on the offseason, and do you think the Pats have done enough to get back into the pecking order, the mix, and the competition for the top of the AFC East? Well, I mean, we, we still have a long way to go, right? I mean, there's a lot of things yet to happen and dominoes to fall and things, you know, that, that you know, you, you can never predict with a with a Belichick team, right? Like, what's going to happen in a draft? I don't know. We're going to take nine tight ends, you know, with our first nine picks. I don't – I mean, it's anybody's guess. No, and, um, two, he, and a punter and a safety and a long snapper from Rutgers. <laughs> so, I think this. I – um. And, and I think all fans should should feel really good about Billy O'Brien. Um, I spent a lot of time with Billy O. You know, when he was, you know, uh, uh, an offensive assistant to, you know, coordinator, um, the impact that he makes, what he brings to the team is a tough style of coaching, uh, relentless in terms of his expectations, how he communicates is is um is is really a strength of his I think um he gets fired up and I like that and I think they need that and he's disciplined and I think the discipline side has been I, and look I haven't been in that locker room but I can say looking at it from the outside in some of the line of scrimmage penalties you know things that I mean I was definitely a culprit at times but there were things that were very uncharacteristic for a Patriots team when it came to just kind of the, the the simple things, right? And they're not always simple. But that said, I don't think Billy O'Brien's going to allow that, whether it's in practice, in this preseason, as they start thinking about how they're preparing. So I like what they're doing there. I like what they've done there. I think Adrian Klim's going to make an impact. Um, I think he's a. I think he's you know proven the, himself to be a good coach. It means something to him how he does his job, and he's a good person. And I think he'll speak to those guys in that O-line room and he'll get the best out of what he has, right? Do they have all the uh, you know pieces of the puzzle there? I mean, time will tell. We'll see how that goes. But offensively, I think they've made some moves. Defensively, I never really worry about them, right? The entire time I played Fitzy, we never had like a and – and this is not to slight anyone, but we never had like uh, like the like the primo pass rusher or – you know what I'm saying? Like we had a mm-hmm. bunch of guys. You know, we had the Mike Vrabels and the Teddy Bruskies, of course, and we had, you know, so many other guys that I could go on and on about on that defense, but they played good defense, like as a, as a defense. It wasn't about any one player. So with that said, I never, th- I never worry about the defense. I do worry about this offense, though. Yeah, for sure. And I, I kind of hope they're able to get somebody like a DeAndre Hopkins or uh, a wide receiver one to add to the mix to make Max life easy. But you pointed it out by bringing in Billy O'Brien just to clean up the mess in Isle Patriots from last season with that whole mess with Bill and Joe and you know Matt Patricia. We're not dunking on any of them. It is what it is. We're on to 2023. But that'll make a big difference. 
Um, five second answer. I forgot the fact that you were there in 2011, your final season when Billy O'Brien and Brady had the famous dust up on the sidelines after he threw the pick that was intended for Taekwon Underwood. How many F bombs do you think between them between the two of them were dropped in 10 seconds? Well, there was no other words. So every time you saw their <laughs> lips move. <laughs> hey, look, and by the way, uh, look, so so contrast I love that. that. I love yeah. that. Contrast that one, that experience, though, that we've all seen, right, with what happened last season, and there's a, and there's a stark contrast to them, right? Those two guys, you know, it, it meant something to them, and it, they took they take things personal, right? So that's why the, the dust-up happens. But the minute we get in the locker room, it doesn't go any further. It's not as if that translates into some other problem in the locker room, and I don't think that that was necessarily the case last season. No, for sure. It, it all comes from a, a place of passion. Um all right, um, Mayo, next head coach. How would you feel about that? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. And I think. I think Mayo, Gerard Mayo, is a great, great coach, right? And and again, I, I haven't had him as a coach, but I know he's a great coach because I knew I know what he was as a player and a teammate and a guy that um, is very astute and and wants to do it better tomorrow than he did it today. So he brings that humility. And he brings the workmanlike attitude. So, if that's the way it is, man, I'm all in. I I, I think it's definitely going to be him as well. I mean, he business leaders love him, the crafts love him, fans love him, and Belichick respects him. That's why he was in on all those interviews this off season. Lucky us if we were able to get him in a couple of years. Uh, two silly ones from the fans, and we'll let you go, my guy. All right, well, they're good questions. Um, if Matt Light could change any one thing about the NFL, what would it be? Boy, I'd, I'd say it'd, it'd be it'd be how they prepare today, right? 2011 CBA changed uh, how guys can prepare and get themselves ready to play. Um, it, it hasn't done any favors. It was all done in the name of player safety, health, and wellness. And the game is not safe for today by any metric. So clearly it didn't work. But what we know for a fact has happened is that the game has gotten sloppier and there's not enough time for these guys to prepare, especially the guys that are inevitably going to have to fill in for the injuries and the things that happen throughout the season. So let's get back to uh, getting out in that practice field, hitting guys, putting the pads on, and being being smart about it, but actually contact you know before we get to the game. So the game really hasn't gotten any safer as they've taken away padded practices and being able to hit. You can only hit each other like three times from August till December when it doesn't count on Sunday, Thursday, or Monday night. I like I like that a lot. Um, and you, are, this is my favorite one. Uh, you as a guy who a lot of people would like to have a beer with, the question on the floor is, who would Matt Light, if he could pick any one person to have a beer with, who would that be? Celebrity, cool. alive, dead, who would that be? Man, what a question, right? Who would One I want to sit down? All-time favorite. Yeah, who sit down? Big tall Budweiser, Matt Light, and oh gosh, you're killing me. Um, okay, who who do I really want to hang with? All right, so you know what? It it have to be a musician, okay? Because I think I think so many musicians are so powerful, and and off and, and on the spot right now, I'd have to say one of two people: either Jamie Johnson. Or Chris Stapleton, and if you guys watch that Chris Stapleton America, the, the national anthem during this, so good, it was so good. Once it touched your ears, it was so good. <laughs> it's like once it hits your lips, it's so good. The best two national anthems I've seen since Whitney Houston at the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl Fifty Five, when Tommy won with bra with Antonio Brown and and Gronk down in Tampa. It was a 
Uh, it was a soul singer, country singer, crossover hybrid version that was just blew doors. Uh, and then Stapleton's was absolute fire. It was amazing. Greatest, man. Imagine sitting around campfire, drinking a beer, listening to them, you know, tickle, you know, the strings and just letting that voice breathe. Oh, magic. That would, that'd be phenomenal. Yeah. See, mine was uh, mine wouldn't be Tom Brady, surprisingly, because, you know, I'm not sure. Can Tom sit back and really have a beer and chug, you know, put away five or six like you and I would? Mine would be Kurt Russell. Oh, I like that. I like it. Good. Yeah, good I, choice. You know, Classic actor, action star, et cetera. Good. Chris Stapleton. All right. Hopefully that happens one day soon. Uh, Matt, thank you again for joining today. Great perspective on the coaches, the players, the offseason, and more. Uh, gentle, uh, rather ungentle reminder, everyone. Go see Fool's Night Out next week, Wednesday the 29th, at the Encore Boston Harbor, the Memoir Club. Beautiful space, beautiful man, beautiful night of a thousand laughs to support the Matt Light Foundation. For ticket information, you go to Matt Light 72 Com. And that wraps up this edition of Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Matt Light, thank you so much, brother. You're the absolute best. I look forward to every chance we get to chop it up. Hey, God love you, brother. Same right back at you. Yeah, go make uh, go make some nice venison steaks and deer sausages, and we'll talk to you soon. See you later, everybody. All right, see you guys.